This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Pre-recorded, but you knew that. Mikey Meatballs producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Wrong answer for all of you. What is happening is football, <laughs> football, football. <laughs> Kansas City, Detroit. Uh. Tonight. It's here. Do the Chiefs even have a chance? I don't know anyone who thinks they can win, let alone cover at home versus the Lions. We'll hit that game. There's injury concerns. There's holdouts, but it's down to five and a half. That was seven all summer long. And before that, even we're going to go over the big college games of the week. We are college football experts. You know that, Harry, right? I think only two of us had LSU or Clemson going to the championship game. So we're (laughs) we're on fire right now. Some baseball (laughs) updates. Scherzer and Verlander dueled on Wednesday. Also, Babyface Joel Solomon. You might remember him. He was uh, by our side when we were with Omaha. And now he only wants to work on the TV side of this Ringer FanDuel deal. He turned out to be a real snob. Babyface, what's happening, man? I've gone Hollywood. I am. I, 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 I fell to uh, the, the the stars of television. I get makeup. I, I was told I would get makeup on television. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Oh, you ruined that baby face with cosmetics. I don't know. I don't know if that's the way to go here. All right, but baby face has a big announcement. Actually, a big um presentation. Do we want to tease it anymore? Not not right now. We won't um, deliver that. But uh, what else can we say about that? You, Sal. Do you want it to be a good night or a great night? <laughs> just good because it's I, my heart be a, can't a, take a, a yeah. great night you said we need something for football season okay i've worked all off season to try to make this happen and i hope it i hope it happens okay all right oh good everybody's excited brian you, oh, yeah. uh, Bri, you know what this is you have any clue i have no clue i'm all excited right. though i'm excited Harry, what it. about you all not sorts sure. of surprises from you, no? Okay. I know, not sure. All right. Well, we'll promise uh, we'll have that in a bit. We have a lot to get to here. Uh, I do want to mention I had my kickout league. I don't want to brag. It's not bragging at all. I've, I've had go. three. Have you guys done three? Um, three, what do you call it? I, I can't even think now. Three auction drafts in three days. It's no, not fun. I don't recommend terrible. it. Yeah, it's like, Doesn't well, sound like, like fun. Yeah, like just a, a theme park over and over the same ride. And it just, uh, it sucks. And by the third one, you're like, all right, I either have that guy and don't want him again, or I don't want that guy who's being nominated. So you go like an hour without bidding on anyone. It really sucks. But anyway, the fun one was last night. That was the uh, one with John Hamm and Bill Simmons and Kevin Ench and Dave Damashek. It's a kickout league, and I got the honors of kicking somebody out of the league because I won last year. So the way it is, everybody shows up to the draft, and there's usually some kind of uh, ceremony. And uh, I have any any way I want. I can kick somebody out. So what I did was I narrowed it down to three people. I, I had them uh, guess from one to 100, and they all got it wrong, right? Number was 66, by the way. Uh, I <laughs> threw Damashek a bone for uh, 
Mario Lemieux. So it was um, Tall John. These guys, two of these guys, you don't know. Tall John, who's a character. Our friend Elliot, who's like this, um, a, a good guy, but like a stuffy lawyer type. And uh, our friend Brad, who you know is just uh, the lunatic of all <laughs> lunatics. So when I narrowed it down to three, I said, all right, guys, come out. We had it at this house. And in the house, at the backyard, there's a big pool. And I said, it's very simple. There's three of you. The last one to submerge himself completely in pool water is out of the league for the year. And so I'm figuring there's going to be a mad scramble to take their clothes off. Who decides to take their clothes, their shoe? Maybe I'll just throw my cell phone away and jump in with clothes. Uh, Tall John starts taking his uh, pants off. Elliot starts taking his shirt and uh, shorts off. You know, that's uh, that's the lawyer. And Brad, crazy Brad, who I thought would spin and fall in the pool by accident, is like, I'm not doing this and goes and sits down. And that was it. He was out. It, it backfired on me, Parlay Kid. Oh. Well, you know, I. I, what I, the saw, hell I, happened I, I, I don't get your logic. I mean, right? You're, you obviously. Yeah. Uh, who's the biggest threat in that league to you? Who's the biggest threat in that Nobody. league? Like, who do you, Nobody. Like, I'm annoying. <laughs> I just, I'll just keep winning. I don't care about that. No, I thought it would be funny. I, I, I don't yeah, know. I, I don't know. I, I'm I, look, surprised. I could pick Simmons. I could pick Simmons, but he. He wasn't going to jump in the pool. Like, I was I like, mean, he just wouldn't jump in. That wouldn't be fun. Brad would, I would have thought Brad would have jumped into the, you right. know, uh, to the pool for a can of orange soda. Or something exactly. Like that. Yes. Like, like, next time, if I, we fill it with yeah, grape yeah. soda, I think he'll get, uh, has a better right. chance. Or, like, and, yeah. and, uh, I can't believe I'm stunned. That's stun stunning that he, um, I know. I, I think his wires weren't working or something. We may have to have him on the podcast next week or something to explain himself. I did talk to him and it was, it was an ungratifying mm. Uh, mm. Uh, mm. answer. Harry, I don't know. It was just a, just weird for me to see that he didn't. Sure. And then, of course, we go in the house, and as he's waiting for an Uber, we hear, and you're gonna have to bleep this. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he's like, "Fuck!" You just hear like bellowing through the neighborhood. So I think he knew he screwed up. But um, yeah, very strange that the taxpayers jumped in and the um, the vagrant uh, just decided to sit it out. <laughs> didn't get an answer from the. Didn't get an answer. Do we have why to bleep that? To Do we in? even have to bleep that anymore? I don't know. So? I don't know. Michael, find find yeah. out about that. But I think I mean, they know. That, they I, know honestly, Brett. we didn't. We didn't. Uh, kudos to to all of us. We didn't even curse the. Uh, we're so used to not swearing yeah, uh, anymore. Uh, refreshing, even on the first episode yesterday. Uh, well, I know. I'm today. sorry. I'm sorry. I broke yeah. our streak. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if they're going to be able to make a cartoon out of us now. But um, <laughs> yeah. So it's a baby fit. Go ahead, Brian. What were I was going to say, it's funny because I sent you guys a text. You know, I was waiting for this video last night. I was like staying up till like two in the morning. Oh, I was like, I'm you sorry. know, I figured this is yeah. going to be late. I get nothing. Silence. So I send you guys a text. It's probably 5 a.m. your time. But I was I sent you and Trevor a text saying like, what happened? Yeah. Did like, did Brad get eliminated and murder a few people? And um and you yeah, were right. It seemed like that's uh, kind of. Uh, uh, and then well, you guys the kind of, part two. You kind of yeah. went silent, and I was like, I didn't know what to respond. I was like, Oh my god, did Brad really get knocked out? It, I didn't. Even, <laughs> I didn't even follow it up. I figured we just not talk how about I thought it, here. it would turn out. I honestly thought you, he you was going get, in it right away. You got an answer. You didn't officially get an answer out of Brad. His right? answer was kind of sad, to be honest with you. Ah. He's, he said something like, um, I, I don't know. It was something like, I'm not a clown. Something about not being a clown. And then mm. everything he said following up didn't make sense. He's like, I didn't have another change of clothes. I'm like, well, the other guys didn't either. It's like, what if I sat down and I was wet on this furniture and this Alec? All right. Well, the other guy, same thing with the other guys. But anyway, uh, anyway, enough of my dumb league. But I, I thought we had a good thing there. And uh, it mm. wasn't. There is some video. Our friend Tony 
took video. Well, Our friend Trevor, real quick, Brian, that would have been really funny. He really flew out for the draft. His wife is nine months and one week pregnant. Oof. And he's listening to this. And he flew out from Missouri to be in this draft. And I picked him up at the hotel and drove him there. And I said, I said, I should have, uh, I should have kicked you out. I really yeah. should have kicked you out. That would have been Yeah, nice. I really thought, I yeah. really thought Trevor, um, well, you, you definitely might, you might've kicked out Trevor if Ham was at this, right? For yeah, sure. I know. Ham was in the Hamptons yeah. and he jumped but, on Zoom. So it wasn't Trevor, as fun. Uh, Simmons, Right. Dam Simmons would have been good. Damashek or Hench. Any couldn't of those. Damashek. Damashek's coming back, so I couldn't do him. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, oh, we could. So okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, but, uh, anyway. or, or Hench. I thought it would be. Hench would have been be, good. How, how did you decide those bottom three, though? I don't know why. I thought it would be a funny mix of uh, racing in the pool or something. I knew Simmons <laughs> wasn't going to do it, so it just would have been yeah. Right, I, I don't right. know. Whatever. I should have. I should have just done it. Yeah, Simmons and Brad are probably the only two. Talk about a rich man, poor man uh, thing. Where <laughs> it's the man. same thing. But anyway, all right. So uh, we're going to have to have him on next week. What else do we want to do? Uh, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Uh, you know, reach out to us. Maybe you agree with this. Maybe disagree. Maybe you have a note for Brad. Maybe it was something about Harry's cartoon. Um, he has uh, clips now. He's doing picks, uh, weekly picks that are animated, Harry. Yeah, weekly picks for every uh, NFL Thursday night game this year. We started off, we uh, put it on X today. Uh, mm -hmm. Got a lot of great uh, feedback from everybody. A lot of fun. Right. Thanks, you guys, for retweeting it and uh yeah. yeah me and joel are the voices there and we had a blast that is joel all those voices right i'm gonna have mm -hmm. to go listen i thought that was you playing you but it might be joel all right so cousin sal against all odds gmail.com let's hit this game harry well the one thing in the animation when you make it the line was what six and a half when you made it or something yeah. i forgot what you gave it. yeah now it's five and a half because i don't think even though they're as positive as they've been in the last day or so that kelsey's going to play this game i don't think chris jones is going to play although i don't know we woke up to nick bosa signing the biggest deal a uh, defensive deal in history so it could go just like that but we're going to give you each a pick and we're going to give you each a prop from this game then we'll turn to uh oh first touchdown is going to be the is going to be the thing that was a big thing back in the day we used to be great at this. We're going to try to get gain back our notoriety here. <laughs> I'm so, so pretty um, good. Yeah. So uh, start us off. Oh, Harry, start us off. I know you like the Lions. This is new. Your, I mean, really, it's like worlds collide here because you hate the Chiefs and the Lions mm. are your new and improved favorite team, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, also my cartoon pick. But I'm gonna listen. I'm, I'm taking the Lions <laughs> with the point. Jared Goff, <laughs> when he went to Detroit, basically left for dead in Detroit, but he turned the season around for them last year. They were eight and two in their last 10 in his last nine games of the regular season last year, 15 touchdowns, zero picks. You mentioned probably Chris Jones, probably not playing, which opens up the door for a lot of offensive decision-making possibilities for Detroit. They went out and got Jamar Gibbs rookie from Alabama um, and DeAndre Swift. They sent to Philadelphia. So they love this kid. I think he's going to have a big game in this, in, in this one where he's be able to get out on the flat. He can catch passes. He was a third leading receiver for Alabama last year with 44 receptions. Dan Campbell has this team believing his player players are uh, in, in, in what he's uh, throwing out there. The state of Michigan loves him. State of Michigan loves him. Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, nine and a half Saxons rookie season. I think he's going to be all over Mahomes. I don't know if they're going to, co to cover or win straight up, but cover they will because NBC and the NFL are smart. 
Oh, here we go. Why would they put Detroit on the opening game and let them just go out and get beat up by Mahomes and Kansas City and Andy Reid like 38 to 10 and have ratings go down the tubes? Listen, this is going to be a game. Campbell's going to have this team prepared and ready. Okay. And I'm taking the points. I'm not taking a money line because you know what happens at the end of games against Kansas City? Right. Taking the points. Well, why does he even have to have them prepared and ready if NBC has set it up so nicely for them <laughs> where there's not right. even a chance that they'll lose by uh, double digits? Can you explain that to people who are new to uh, uh, just, listening uh, here? I'll give. I'll, I'll say it. So you got a hell. Of, you make a hell of a point there. That's all I'll say. Oh, thank you, thank you. All <laughs> yeah. right, all right. It might it might be breaking through a little. By the way, I don't think it's Jamar Gibbs, isn't it? Jameer. Jameer. Okay, you said Jamar. Jamar. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's your favorite team. You gotta get to know some of the stars yeah. here. Uh, all right, I'm gonna jump on with you, kinda here, Harry. I'm going Lions over 23 and a half team points. I'm worried about maybe a backdoor cover or something stupid. I think pe- too many people are against the Chiefs, but I do understand some value in the Lions betting their offense to uh, come through here. Chris Jones, uncertainty, a big factor. By the time you listen to this, I'm sure he'll be ruled out or something. 37% pressure rate when he's on the field for the Chiefs, 29% when he's off. The last two years, we've seen the visiting team score big in this kickoff game. Cowboys, 29 points against Tampa. The Bills hung 31 on the Rams last year. The roadies get up for these. The Lions scored 23 or more in six of their last eight games. Definitely good offensively. You heard what Harry had to say about Jared Goff. Uh, I think they pick up where they left off with him. He's more comfortable with his receivers. You know them all. The weapons over 23 and a half points. They could get close to 27, 30. Uh, That's minus 122. Parley Kid, one of your favorites. Oh, you know, this is one of my favorites. I could not stay away from this, Sal, even Mm -hmm. if I tried. Yeah. The old Mahomes <laughs> over two and a half touchdown passes. I had to start the year with this. Right. Uh, so I'm so glad it's the first game. Uh, I, I just think this is a fun bet. Uh, anytime I see a plus number uh, by Mahomes' touchdown uh, passes, I always roll with it. Uh, and I'd say, look, you're getting a plus number here, plus 124. Last year in game one, Sal. Five touchdown passes. Mm. Uh, now prime time slot here on a Thursday night. Look, I, I think he does it again. I think he shatters this two and a half. He's going for four minimum tonight. Let's get wow. it done, Patrick. Let's get it done again. Fun thing to root for too, Sal. This is great. So you get you get two by half, and you, you you're feeling really good about it. But we've seen that go south too. But yeah. this is fun. This so is fun. More, Jump on it. More. Most quarterbacks, their over-under touchdown passes is one and a half, Brian, right? And maybe there's juice to the over, right? Mahomes are going to see a two and a half almost every time. It's going to be a plus number because if it's three every game, that would mean he threw for 51 if he played everyone. Right, yeah. So so that's why you see a plus number. Fun one. Okay. Lots of scoring out of the Chiefs, uh, you say. Brother Brian, you like uh, Pacheco over 51 and a half rushing yards. Yeah, look, the Lions last year were awful against the run. They gave up 2,500 rushing yards on 5.2 yards per carry. They were one of the worst in the league. I I know they made some upgrades, but I don't think it resolves itself necessarily in week one. And look, without, I mean, look, Kelsey maybe plays, maybe he doesn't. I mean, I'm leaning towards he doesn't. I I think I could see Kansas City relying on the run a little bit more, even though they're a balanced team regardless anyway. And when you look at Pacheco, like, I know he was battling some injuries over the summer, but he seems to have a full bill of health right now. They said he's 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 good to go. And in the second half and in the playoffs last year, he was really good. He averaged 69 yards per game 
rushing over his last 12 games, including the playoffs. I think uh, he gets over this 51 and a half. I think it's a little low for him. All right. I like Pacheco a little later on. We're going to come back to that. We're going to have our first touchdown. Well, I just gave it away. Damn it. I'm so bad at this. I just gave away (laughs) what we're going to do. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. We're back against all odds. Now, two years ago, we did very, very well with this um, first touchdown score of the game. We're going to do this on Thursday nights. And I don't know. We were like plus 80 units. I don't even know what a unit is anymore, but uh, we were plus 80 and uh, it was terrific. And then we went, Harry, what were we like? 12. I think you saved us a couple weeks, but other than that, Mm -hmm. I think we, we were 10 for 12 losers, right? Or something like that. Then it evened out a little bit towards the end, but still we had some work to do. So this is first touchdown. You get nice odds on these on a FanDuel. Uh, Harry, start us off. Who's got yeah, to start us off here, Sal, with a guy who's never played an NFL game yet. Perfect. I'm going to take Lions rookie Sam Laporta at 23 to 1. <laughs> 12 of Jared Goff's 29 touchdown passes last year were to tight ends. Laporta's a rookie tight end out of Iowa. Iowa pumps out solid tight ends all the time. Going to take a shot here. Uh, was uh, Iowa's leading re- receiver the last two years and two years before, uh, years before that. The year before that, he was second. Uh, look, I just think that maybe the play fake uh, over the top from 15 okay. yards, LaPorta right. in the middle, touchdown. I'm listening. Bam. All right. Do you visualize that, Parley kid? Did you see what he was saying there? No, I, I feel like there's a sadness in Harry's voice tonight. I, I, just, I don't know what's happening. You guys picking that know. up? Uh, this is like a little sadness. Is sad? there. I don't know. Well, over been the middle, Darren, in uh, the, 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 the weak secondary of Kansas City allows LaPorta to get uh, – Get lost in the middle touchdown, oh. seven nothing Detroit. There you go. I, uh, yeah, Bruce has I, Bruce has strep throat, Parlay kid. What are you, you expecting? Oh, He's not yeah, gonna that, be that's, you know, that's come on. what that's what yeah. it is. Yes. Baby yeah. Yeah. what do you think Jinx. of this? We got like a, a Solomon Harry here. I, it was on my bucket list to see Bruce with Harry. Now it's not gonna happen. He's on the he's on the DL. This <laughs> is right. terrible. Okay. Oh, yeah. The worst. All right. Uh, by the and way, now, Travis, and now, and now yeah. he has to go to Utah to, for Angie's birthday. Uh, sorry, <laughs> is that true? Oh. Oh. No, oh. they don't celebrate birthdays together. That's true story. <laughs> really? Now I might have to go. Well, oh. uh, let me go over these odds real quick. And again, something could change between the time we post this and the time uh, I'm sure. speaking here. But Kelsey is the favorite still at plus six fifty to score the first touchdown. I mm. I strongly um, urge you not to take that bet if you find out he's not playing. Uh, it's a loser, or you, yeah. you'll get your money back, which sometimes is good. Uh, Pacheco seven to one is second. David Montgomery third plus seven fifty. Amon Rossi Brown ten to one. Valdez Scantling eleven to one. Uh, and that's uh, that's where we are there. Parley kid, who are you taking? Yeah, I, I like uh, these odds because I think um, a lot of times we were dealing uh, last year with uh, odds that weren't really favorable. <laughs> these are a little bit better, I think, a little bit more realistic for yeah, us you're right. here. Yeah, well, give yeah, us a chance. So I'm going to go with Jarek McKinnon at uh, twelve to one, ten touchdown scorer last year. Uh, t- uh, on two occasions, scored the first touchdown for the Chiefs. He's a multi-threat on the goal line uh, in terms of running or receiving. So I think between yours and mine, I think we can get this here. Ooh, okay. Uh, double teaming here with the uh, the Chiefs running game, even though, like I said, I do have Mahomes to uh, throw one. Right. So I'm hoping he throws it to McKinnon. Gotcha. That would be ideal for me. Uh, but again, nine, re- nine uh, touchdown receptions for McKinnon last year. 12 to one. I'll take the versatile back in McKinnon. 
And, you know, they always have, I'm not, I don't think I'm introducing this to anybody, but they have first team touchdown score too. You obviously don't get as good odds. So if the Lions score for it, you might want to take I think we're good or at that. somebody. I think we were, we're good, good at the at first that. team touchdown, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and all right, I'll give mine, Parlay Kid, since you mentioned that we have the running game, uh, a stranglehold on the running game here. Isaiah Pacheco, who Brother Bry likes for uh, total yards, rushing yards over. I like him for first touchdown scorer. Like I said, he's right out there, the leader of the board, seven to one. Uh, he's second. Um, he had five touchdowns last year. And as Bry said, it was like a lot of them came towards it. It's funny. He scored in the first game of the year against Arizona. Uh, he scored in the last two, and he scored. He actually scored like four of the last seven regular season games. Brian, when we went against the Raiders in Vegas, we were there. Who scored the first touchdown? Uh, was it Pacheco or McKinnon? No, it was Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. probably like Jarek McKinnon. <laughs> but he did score against Denver the week before. He had another. Uh, he had the first touchdown against Denver. So they they looked to him. They looked to him early. That's my pick at plus. 750. Bry, uh, Mahomes, I, I I forget how many rushing touchdowns he had last year. I know four. since the quarterback sneak, he had four. Okay, so four. 22 to one you got on him. Yeah, look, I will say, like, if you looked up and down these teams last year, obviously Jamal Williams yeah. had a ton of touchdowns. I mean, no longer on the lines, but like mm. receiving wise, they, they really spread the ball out both of these teams. So it is difficult. So maybe you're worth playing some better odds. I actually really like Harry's pick. No. Um, just because the Lions did have they, – they had 12 touchdowns by the tight ends last year. And Brian, not, it just wasn't one or two. It was four different tight ends. Yeah, four – you had – I mean, Hawkinson had three. You had Wright and Zystra had eight between the two of them. So it's funny. I liked Harry's. I was even almost thinking, what about Wright again? Brock Wright, who was the backup tight end this year. I mean, he started a little bit last year, and that guy's like 39 to mm. 1 because – when they get inside the 10, they seem like golf seems to like to throw to those tight ends. Yeah. So right. I did like that number. Um, uh, yeah, but this was, this was a tough one to me, but I'm thinking, you know, again, I, I, I'm thinking, I mean, I, I personally think Kelsey shouldn't play or doesn't play. And on the goal line that leaves, you know, your choices, whether it's Pacheco, whether it's McKinnon. And I, I think there's, oh, you know, there's always the possibility uh, especially early in the season, I feel like I could see Mahomes scampering into the end zone. And like I said, he had four last season. I, and I would say last year you were probably get, we were probably getting like 14 to one, 13, <laughs> 14 to nice. one on this. Yeah. You're getting 22 to one. Yeah. But yeah, I would Thank play, you, Fandle, for I'd saving play us. a couple. Yeah. I'd play a couple of these high guys, even, you know, if you, if all of a sudden Kelsey's not playing, whether you go gray or bell like any of those mm -hmm. guys i think there's some some good odds out there here's what i don't like about Mahomes. 22 to one's a nice number you're right last year it would have been 10 or 12 where we were putting them in but it's 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 not pretty enough for him that's where he works his magic right Parley right kid from two yards out yeah it looks like he could run it in and then he throws it be between his legs and sees right. kelsey exactly. along the back There's of the end zone right? yeah exactly yeah yeah 100%. so, so there, there are, i mean that could be infuriating that'll be funny too Bry, if he does that but i'm just saying get <laughs> get ready get ready for that back to laporta harry uh iowa kid from iowa what was the stat Parley kid i read i sent who was it Furman that dug that up Iowa scored on their first drive, a passing touchdown last week, and it was the first time under LaFrance in 25 years, in his 25 years, 
And I think the first time in like almost like four decades that the team scored so like on a passing play or something like that. Yeah, I guess the. What, what's crazy how about that is, is, that is, is the, in your first game in college when you're a uh, you know especially maybe out of the Big Ten you're playing cupcakes all the time. Yeah, it's, it's true. 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 Anything, week one, yeah. right? You're right, Harry. You're right. Week one. Mm-hmm. Well, well, any whatever. It's it's for the whole year, right? Whatever. It's right. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's uh. Anyway, <laughs> that's, gonna... it's 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 uh one <laughs> of those unbelievable statistics. <laughs> I'm sure mm-hmm. if you looked at Iowa drives with the touchdown, it's rather low. Oh, how many they just have touchdowns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, just right. just and if, and the first drive of any game. I was right, throwing right, right. a passing yeah. touchdown. Well, Sal, forget about passing. Yeah, Sal, you mentioned oh, they probably yeah. didn't even throw a pass on most of those first drives. Yeah, you mentioned like uh, we were curious how long we've been doing this, and you, we'll be doing this podcast six what six mm-hmm. six and a half years. Yeah, like, this is definitely the first podcast we've done where we've gotten a green orange combo out of Darren instead of the usual gray or black. Let me see, Darren. What is it? Let me let me pull you up. Okay, I mean, he's wearing this ringer shirt. He's representing. Yeah. What's the and hat? An orange hat. You, and I'm, this you is not Cleveland Browns. So this is Eastern. for uh, Lulay. Uh, nice. uh, our buddy <laughs> said uh, a wedding date. I thought I'd uh, right. Tip That's of the, nice. Tip of the cap uh, to Lulay and the ringer. Uh, I just sold this shirt to Joel for twelve hundred dollars. At the end of the show, right? wow, yeah. it's good v- for vintage. you. Vintage, yeah. Oh, he he could have so taken it and bought it's Joel to sell it for fifteen hundred. That's it's, it's, it's very rare, very well, rare at this well, point. Speaking so, yeah. of Joel, speaking of babyface Joel Solomon, he has a surprise for us. We teased this uh, <laughs> earlier in the show, and now it's time for the reveal. And do you want to say a few words, Joel? Uh, maybe should I set this up? Let let me set it up a little bit, and then you bring it on. Harry has. Um, for many years now, uh, <laughs> expressed his hatred for well, coaches in general, but the big tomato um, specifically, that's Andy Reid, right? And Correct. so, um, right, Harry? That hasn't changed yeah. at all. Yeah, okay. Yeah. He's overrated. He's only winning because of Mahomes. He didn't win in Philadelphia, <laughs> even though he kind of did. And then, uh, and now uh, he is where he is. You, you made fun of his weight, which I don't understand. Um, uh, but anyway, okay, Joel, you want to take it from here? Well, Sal, you are you are very kind to me. You allow me to take off for all kinds of make believe weddings and Jewish holidays. <laughs> okay, and and I wanted to book a great guest for the start of the season, someone right. that we all universally loved. At least mm-hmm. I thought, and uh, he was very busy all summer. But he did promise. He promised he would try to join the show. And this is a very busy week for him. But he's a man of his word, and uh, here he is. He was able to send us a message. <laughs> hey Harry, go treat here, and I hear you've been talking about me saying some not nice stuff. Hey, sorry, it was tough to hear you with two championship rings in my ear, bit. <laughs> Something about me having a golden goose. Hey, I've always considered myself more of a cheeseburger guy. Anyway, <laughs> what I hear, my winning percentage is better than yours, baby. And so here's what I'm proposing. You come down to Kansas City, get yourself some of the finest barbecue in the world, and actually watch a game for once in your life. Keep <laughs> up the energy, Harry. I love proving you wrong. All right, take care. Of it. Wow, the big wow. tomato, Harry. What do you wow. think? Wow, Harry, that's great. Andy Reid wow. himself. What the hell? What are you going to say about that now, Harry? What are you going to say? Detroit wins by double digits. <laughs> <laughs> Harry double called digits. you out, though. What did you think about that? He was funny. He's at least funny, right? I mean, you could say what you want about his coaching. Was that him? 
That was him. What are you talking about? Yeah. Uh, There's a lot of fake Andy Reid's out there. (laughs) There are? (laughs) He was right in front of the freaking stadium. He was heading to practice. Didn't you see it? Uh, All right. Yeah, that's nice. (laughs) Good luck to him. You <laughs> don't have Kelsey. He's going to need it. I put it that way. Okay. All right. Wow. Let's see what Let's see what Mahomes can do without Kelsey. Let's see what he can do. All right. So Mahomes. Let's see what Mahomes, now Mahomes Kelsey. Let's see what Mahomes right. can do without and Kelsey. Read without <laughs> Brian. That's pretty crazy. He's making fun of Harry now. That's Joel, you good. probably told Andy Reid what to say a little bit there, right? You must have. Uh, I told him that we were all fans, and mm-hmm. that uh, he did have one critic. And uh-huh. so I, I played him some of the audio that had been said about him. Oh, and wow. I feel like wow, he took really? it in oh, good boy. stride. He did and, take that in good stride then. He really should have lit Harry up. Yeah. Should have lit him up. No, he right. can't light me up because he didn't win in Philly. Oh, <laughs> man. Never he did invite you to Kansas City. He did invite you to watch a game. Would you go there, Harry? I know you don't like to travel, but would you go to Kansas City and maybe have barbecue with him? Nah, I'd go. I'd go. Maybe we can uh, maybe we can make up. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Harry's like a real big shot now. He's like, yeah, I don't know. If I get around to it, I don't know. I can't. I don't know. If Springsteen's there. I'm a cartoon character now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joel, you did a nice job there. I don't know. Harry um, seems a little uh, unfazed, un- unaffected by this, but. Can't cave, well, Sal. I can't cave. You can't my cave the way I, I can't cave the way I feel. Oh, about, uh, yeah, it would be different if that was Andy live. Reed. If Reed was live here, Harry would be. He would not be saying what he's saying I, right now. Bring him on no live. Way. Let's go. Let's go. Really? Do it. Yeah, really? Sal says I got. I'm a little too big for my britches right now, so let's go. I might as well. Okay, I'll fire away at him. Good. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I thought that was nice of him to take time um, nice. and do that. Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Never he's said he was a bad guy. I right. Never said he wasn't a well, nice you kinda, guy. You kind of have. It. I yeah. have. A yeah, yeah. Ones, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> all right, Joel. Uh, I don't know where we go from here, but that was uh, that was pretty great. I mean, it we enjoyed awesome. it. The Parlay Kid, brother Brian, I enjoyed it. Mike Meatballs, I know. Great. Right? Nice. Uh, there you I, go. I had Harry taken maybe a few more gummies. He would, I think, fire it back a little harder. <laughs> well, maybe you can enjoy some barbecue gummies in Kansas City uh, once. Uh, all right, let's uh, take another quick break, and then we'll be back to go over the major college games of the weekend. All right, we are back. Uh, nice little college slate here. About three or four games, I think, are big. You know, it's getting there. It's getting there. We'll get in the meat of it in a few weeks. Um, the big news is Colorado, and it's going to be as long as Coach Prime, you know, Keeps working wonders with this team. Over 500 yards passing. Shador Sanders. They got a parlay kid. They got your Heisman Trophy winner. Is he going to make it through? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Another big week for him this week, Sal. Another yeah, big so, week. So yep. th- this is a line. Colorado's home for Nebraska. They're laying two and a half points. The over-under is approaching 60. It's 59 and a half. All summer long, Nebraska was favored by seven. And then Colorado comes out and beats TCU. Really, uh, uh, the upset of the weekend could could be the upset of the year, game of the year, all that stuff, whatever you want to say. Um, I am buying the half a point here to plus three, minus 120. I think there's a lot of value now in the uh, in the Buffalo's next couple opponents before things even out a little. And then you got Matt Rule. Now, I'm not excited about backing Rule's team who blew a, a, a lead to Minnesota in the final minutes last week. But Minnesota, that defense did did come to play Nebraska. That's one thing TCU didn't do. I think they ended up with four sacks, but 
really, Sanders did whatever he wanted in the pocket overall. Minnesota had about 250 total yards. Um, it's going to be tough, tougher for Colorado to move the ball. Nebraska gets a little extra rest, too. Meanwhile, it was one big party week in Boulder. Now they come home to immense pressure. I mean, they really, they're expected to beat a power five team. It didn't, doesn't happen a lot and it hasn't happened a lot in the last decade. I think it's too much pressure. Huskers win 31, 23. I'm buying the half a point just to be safe. Harry, you're with me here. I'm with you, Sal. You mentioned the line move and this has the fixed game of the week written all over it. Just Mm -hmm. does Fox on the national coverage of Colorado again. Nebraska and Matt Rule, like you mentioned, South, totally choked away their game against Minnesota. Deion Sanders, let's just say, he didn't hold back his bragging in the post-game interviews. Um, you know, and, and great for what they did against TCU as a three underdog, a three touchdown underdog. But um, this week might be a little bit different because I think they blew this. They're blowing this out of proportion. The whole Colorado situation and Dion is too. Everybody's jumping on the Buffalo's bandwagon, but Nebraska defensively. Yeah, they did blow that game out, but defensively last week against Minnesota, you told you just basically said they shut them down. They held Minnesota to 2.2 yards a carry. They allowed just 4.5 yards per reception. Dion's son has a tough day. Doesn't put the numbers up like he did last week. Nebraska got 24, Colorado only 19. All right. I mean, so that was nice analysis, but what are you talking about the fixed game of the Fox and what what is what does that mean? You you understand Seven like a point it, line move. Everybody's well, bet everyone's everybody did bet it. Co- but, and the know, reason that moved falling. is cuz everybody bet Colorado. Like they're not just going to leave it at 7 and let everybody take a touchdown and bet Colorado, right? So right, just, but everyone's feeling Colorado. Everyone it's it was nice to see last week three right. like I said three touchdowns but Nebraska and nobody's going to be backing Nebraska, but again, Matt rule had, you know, maybe he didn't get it done in the pros, but he did a heck of a job at Baylor and a heck of a job at Temple. I know. I'm just talking about the so. fixed spot. Brian, will you explain to Harry that if it, if it was actually fixed, they would just have Colorado win every game. <laughs> it wouldn't make Nebraska. But if you have a contender that you want to win as a boxer, you have them fight cupcake, right? And the judges yeah. fix, right. It wouldn't go this way. Yep. Anyway, they play Stony Brook. Okay. Oh, right. Every, every, every $20 parlay in Vegas is going to have Colorado on it and everyone's going to get smoked. Everyone does. You're right. And it's, well, what, it's do you, what do you think? I feel, I, in all honesty, though, I, I feel like the public is probably all over Colorado. It's the fun bet. But I do feel like mm. the majority of the media, I feel like, is on Nebraska. Mm. Right. I'm, I'm hearing really? a little bit more. I'm hearing a little bit more. But man, it is tough to cut through the noise. That is what right. Deion but Sanders it's one of those things like, though. yeah, because I like Nebraska too, but it's like, oh, man. It, yeah, I just hate to be proven wrong. I again, I just again. hate to again. have to watch because they're you know they don't score a lot, right? So it's a t- it's t- maybe it'll be a little different than it was um, last week against Minnesota. But again, that is a real thing. They have extra rest and stuff. Okay, so let's go to this uh, second game. I have listed Texas A and M. The Aggies minus four and a half, fifty and a half is the over under. They're at Miami uh, playing the Hurricanes. The Aggies pummeled New Mexico fifty two to ten. Miami won 38-3 over Miami of Ohio. So they are the Miami team to beat. There's no doubt about it. Uh, they proved that. Aggies won this game 17-9 last year. Um, I think Miami keeps the ball on the ground. I don't think Tyler Van Dyke, I know he had a good game last week, obviously against Miami of Ohio. They beat up on these Mickey Mouse teams. I think Van Dyke struggles to move the ball a little. Uh, SEC's got to, you know, got to do some work here to get the conference back on track. And I think Jim, Jimbo Fisher does just that. I like uh, Connor Wegman to have a, a big game. He had five touchdown passes last week. 33-17, Brian. I like your under. 
fun. Oh, nice. Uh, ever, ever so under. Uh, 33.17, just under. So. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I got the under 51 and a half. I think it was originally 49 and a half. It's actually creeped up, which kind of right. sucks when, when you like the under and people are betting mm-hmm. uh, the over. But look, these are two... These two teams, I will say, over the years, these are two of the most frustrating teams. Yeah. I just can't. I struggle with them all the time. I have no idea who is good between these two. Um, And I will say maybe Texas A&M is a little bit better offensively than they've been in years past, but they always seem to, you know, except for the Manziel years, they always seem to disappoint a little bit. Uh, Both both defenses, though, I think are good. A&M's consistently had a good defense year after year. I do think Miami's defense is pretty good uh, too. Mm-hmm. And they both looked really good last, last week. And like you said, last year, this game was Texas A&M, I would say is, was lucky to win 17, nine last year. They had 260 yards of offense. So now right. I don't think they will be that bad, but this is the type of game that I think is like, well, this doesn't help you, but it's like 20. I was thinking like 24, 20, 21, oh, no. 17. That's still good. Really? No, no, no. I know. Give me one more point. Give me a half point more. Okay. <laughs> right. It's one more point. 20, 26, 20. Perfect. That's yeah. it. <laughs> we got it. We found it. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. Uh, some, somewhere in there, you know, I just, I look for Miami to disappoint at, at some point. Well, I mean, that, that's the thing with this. You really don't get a feel of these teams until it's like a, a month in, right? No, I won't get a feel of these teams well, all year. I, I, I won't. Yeah, uh, and I'm just thinking like versus the pros, we're all going to have opinions on all 32 teams by Monday or Tuesday morning, right? Yeah, but let's not college, do that. Let's like, not do that in the pros. Let's <laughs> oh, not do that in the pros. Uh, oh, you know, I, I was trying to think, and now I'm jumping back to the pros, but do you want to predict the biggest overreaction for week one in the pros? Like, Ooh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, well, whatever, I my prediction, first of all, if, it, if the Packers-Bears is a blowout, that will be the biggest overreaction, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wh- wh- whichever that is. Uh, second to that, I think, is if a rookie quarterback wins. And everyone's right. going to go nuts, right? Yep. One of those it. rookie quarterback wins. Makes All sense. right. Let's move back to college here. Oregon, six and a half point favorite, 66 and a half at Texas Tech. Um, I'm going Red Raiders plus six and a half. He got Shuck the Duck, Tyler Shuck, former Duck quarterback, with something to prove, uh, especially, especially after that bad loss in double OT to Wyoming. They got this wide receiver, this Jer- Duran Bradley, six foot five, impossible to hold down if you watch his routes and everything. So they're going to put up points. Oregon's very good. They're going to score. I don't think they're going to score 81. And keep in mind, Parley Kid, I know you're going against me here. Uh, you're going to, with my son's ducks, minus six and a half. I'm taking Texas Tech, but it's supposed to be 100 degrees in Lubbock. Um, so I think it's going to be like kind of like a sluggish game or Bo Nix and Oregon. They pull it out, but maybe closer than you'd expect. And I think way under here, 28-24 type game. So I'm taking the points. Parley Kid, you got the favorite. How, how do you look yourself in the mirror making this take sense? <laughs> I'm not. How do you do it? How do you look I, at Archie and say, Archie, sorry, I'm going with Texas Tech, coming <laughs> off a loss to Wyoming, for crying out loud. Right. With, with Tyler Shuck, who has never really played. He looks like a quarterback, but yeah. he's never really had it. He's not that good. He's not a winning quarterback. That's why he's not at uh, he's not a duck anymore. He w- didn't mm. win football games. He's not a winning quarterback. He's got all the the looks to it, the size, the arm strength. But this this Oregon team is so much more talented than this Texas Tech team. So look, full yeah, Lubbock, Texas. It's going to be hot. There's yeah. going to be a very big crowd there. These guys are used to playing in this type of stuff. So they've been practicing all summer in the right. heat. It's just the way it is. 
These guys, they'll they'll be hydrated. They'll be drinking their pickle juice. They'll be okay. And I'm I'm a Bo Nix believer this year. I'm on the Bo, Bo Nix uh, bandwagon. He started more games than any quarterback that's in the NCAA right now. He's on a mission. Uh, they're not losing to Texas Tech. They cover the six and a half here, so. All right. I I don't, I don't disagree with you. Tyler Shuck is not a winning quarterback, but he's a he's a loser by four. I'm just taking the points here. All right, uh, Notre Dame seven and a half at NC State. The over under is fifty and a half. It's seven and a half now, right, Harry? It went to seven, seven and, and a half. half. Yeah, yep. it was seven. Went to seven and a half. Notre Dame couldn't be better the first two weeks. Like uh, right. right, they outscored the first two opponents ninety eight to six. That's ridiculous. Uh, NC State beat UConn. Not very impressive. They didn't throw much. The kid Armstrong. I, they really mm-hmm. didn't show much. Either way, uh, I know they have a top twenty defense the last few years. Um, more than that, I think this seems like the point of the year where Notre Dame blows a winnable game. Right? Doesn't it just feel that way? Like when that's and then we're like, oh boy, why did we fall for it? Maybe it comes for another week from now. But uh, I look at NC State. They saw Hartman. They saw Notre Dame quarterback Hartman a couple times at Wake Forest. Is a big spot for um, uh, Wolfpack coach Dave Doran. People sleeping on his team. 26 20. I'm going to give that as a final for NC State. Win on the field, Harry. Mm. You like the points. Love it, Sal. Love it. Yeah. Hartman's look good. Six touchdowns, no picks. Uh, but he is back in ACC territory against the Wolfpack. NC State's quarterback, you mentioned Brennan Armstrong is a transfer from uh, ACC rival Virginia, where he was, he's been there for five years. And in Mm. 2021, he had 40 total touchdowns that season. Again, Irish, very impressive in their first two games against nobodies, but this game again, in Raleigh where Hartman threw three picks versus NC state last year and lost by nine. The two previous games that he played against NC state were a three point win, a three point loss. So very close in those. Give me more than a touchdown at home with a Wolfpack. Wolfpack, I'm all over it. All right, there you go. And we'll have continued coverage of uh, college football because that's what we do. We do it better than anyone on this network. What Tate Frazier talk about? What could he talk about other than his uh, Tar Heels? No, we just gave you six <laughs> minutes on NC State, the lesser-known Carolina team. All right, we, uh, we love Tate. Uh, we love our sponsors. We'll be right back after this break. All right, we're back. We're going to give a pick. I mean, I feel like we've been giving picks for the entire hour, but we're going to give an extra one here. Let me first tell you what happened yesterday. Um, I took Verlander over Scherzer. The parlay kid went against me. He said, no, no, no. Scherzer's the better of the two on that uh, Wednesday uh, Wednesday matchup. Well, look at this. 12-3 Astros. Just a, a, a demolition there. So how much right. Scherzer, I'm, I'm not even looking. Well, I didn't even see his final numbers there, Scherzer. Seven runs in three innings? Is this that what it was? Been, I mean, what a butt whooping that series was, right? Yeah. No. Double digit totally runs. That, that offense just dominated, especially coming off a, a series you get swept at home to the Yankees. You figure, all right, it's right. Crazy. down. Look at the Astros' next couple of series. I mean, they have right. the Padres at home, but they, have, they still have the A's. They have the Royals mm-hmm. twice. Brian, I, think, I have them to win the West, and, uh, and yeah, it's been I a struggle. I think the Mariners, first, the Mariners have like Mariners won uh, Wednesday, Mariners but have yeah, four in Tampa, and then they still have a ton against Texas. So, and they yeah, still have they I think, the Dodgers too. So, we, yeah, I, I know they're only game back, but we have to be feeling pretty good. I, I'm de- 
I don't know. I have Listen, so, Altuve so much three home runs, on, three home runs in three innings. Like, oh, that okay. That team's going to turn it around. Like, I, I don't I, have to see much more. Than I that, will say, know? I have so much riding on the. It, it would yeah. be so nice because it would <laughs> just give me some nice funds. You know, right. a month and a month into the NFL season it would be so great. Yeah, um, I know. So, but I'm debating if I should hedge a little bit just because I have so much on it. Nah, I'll let it go. I know, let it go. I it's football season. You know just I put don't it hedge. to the side. You know I don't you know, hedge. It's just a stock you have that you you know you put away yeah. for the kids. You know, don't even yeah. look at it anymore. Yeah, uh, we're on football. I will met right before. I have to mention Harry. You were a big talker about the Tigers and this pitcher Manning and everything, and they lost to the Yankees. The parlay kid and brother Bryce Yankees four three. So you yeah Manning yeah you pitch good. But not enough. Four three. Okay, that was your guy. Four three. So you lost. Parley Kid lost. Who, who uh, pitched? Wait, who pitched well? Manning pitched okay. Pitched one inning tonight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's why they lost. <laughs> no, he didn't. Why did you even say he, he pitched, pitched okay? One you just looked at the box score and one thing. I've been running around. I'm listen. I'm I'm, uh, I'm doing I'm doing cartoons yeah. all over the place. I'm not allowed to see. She, are you even real? Babyface, what's going on? Kent, dealing with Ken's house problems. And yeah, well, can I know. We, it's can like we, the cartoon made a real person out of can Harry. We, can we talk? Well, I, I don't mind first talking to that cartoon. One, Harry's never sat on a couch before. He only lays down on couches, right? And That's also true. his character looks like it's like 5'10". I mean, I love the animation. Don't get me wrong. I think it's yeah, great. Yeah. But it, it, Harry appears way too tall. Yes, Harry yes. appears way too tall. Height the house isn't that clean either. <laughs> All right, there you go. Guys, yeah. he, he is in mourning. Springsteen is sick. The the, the party's yeah. over now. He's, he's only pitched one inning, Darren even full. Matt back. Manning, hey. one inning, one hit, one walk, one strikeout. <laughs> oh, so that pitches. shouldn't even count. That doesn't count. Right, it doesn't count. Yeah, that's a loss. Uh, Bry, uh, truth be told, this is uh, Wednesday night we're recording this, so we don't know if yeah. Bry's Alcaraz and straight sets – one, although he's down four and three in the third. Close. I think. But, all right. well, we'll count that as a winner. You won. Man. I won, Brian. But right now we're going to do Sharp Tank, which is when the degenerate trifecta takes us through the Friday, Saturday, Sunday action. And they're going to give us their hot pick of the weekend. And I'm going to jump on it, much like Mark Cuban and the Shark Tank, uh, you know, that that whole franchise on ABC. That's why we're doing this, baby face. Right. So I'm going to jump on one. And then it's probably going to lose because I cursed it. But let's hear what the fellas have to say here. They each give a pick. Uh, Bry, start us off. NFL action. All right. Look, I will say in the NFL, we've talked about this before, right? Playing week one, anything could happen, right? Like That was last year. We saw the Bears beat the 49ers week one, right? Mm -hmm. Literally anything could happen. But that being said, I am taking the Falcons, Minus three and a half. I originally liked the Panthers about a month ago. I'm a fan of Bryce Young. I love how he moves in the pocket. But what I saw from them in the summer, their offensive line was just so bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I I think this is just going to be a rough start for the new head coach and the rookie QB. And I could just see Atlanta looking. You talk about overreaction teams, right, Sal? I could yeah. see Atlanta looking really good at home in week one. And then everybody really liking them, talking them up for the rest of the season, even though it's just week one who gives a shit. Uh, But I don't know if you saw that stat, Sal, where quarterbacks, I I know you'll love this stat, quarterbacks who were drafted number one since 2003, number one draft picks are one in 13 against the spread in their their pro debut. One in 13 against the spread in their pro debut. Pretty, pretty insane. Mm. And I think it's, I think I, I. I don't mind the, again, I kind of like the Panthers for like a long-term play for the season, but 
Uh, for week one, though, I, I really like the Falcons. Three and a half. I, I definitely thought it should have been four and a half this line. Right. Uh, I'm sure you probably thought it was a little low, too. So I'm, yeah. I'm going to lay, lay the points here. I thought that was uh, the low mm. considering their over on the wins was like eight and a half. And before everybody screwed yeah. with it, uh, the Falcons. So, all yeah. right. Uh, that's a good one. Uh, Parley kid. I kind of think I like this. Go ahead. Yeah. Let's look, just like this. I, I really wanted to, um, go with, uh, you know, Mahomes. I, mm-hmm. I, I really don't advise going with parlays in week one, as brother Bryce said, because mm. too many things can go wrong, but, well, you're doing it right now. You're advising it right <laughs> now. But that's but I am, Sal, because I think this year's a little different because I think they're just a, some really bad football teams this year. Yeah. Okay. I, I just think there are. So I'm taking that. I'm just going to go with three home favorites against mm-hmm. three lousy football teams and three teams that I think are pretty solid. You know, I, I, I'm big on to the Seahawks. I'm so mm. my first team right here is the Seahawks. The Rams are at the Seahawks. Uh, Rams normally have a hard time winning here anyway. Uh, and now, com- you know, saying that they're having problems uh, with some of their skill position players. I think he's uh, out, Cup, right? Cup is out, right? Cup's, so, Cup's officially out. Uh, yeah. So I, I just can't see it. So that's number one. Seahawks get that game, though. Great home field advantage there. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, uh, the Cardinals at the Commanders. Uh, I think the Commanders are a pretty solid team, as Harry has noted so far uh, right now. I mm. think uh, they're... They hmm. seem to be on the rise. I don't think they're ready to compete with in the NFC East just yet, but they are on the rise. They play a rugged brand of football, and the Cardinals just have nothing. The quarterback situation is abysmal. And, Sal, I, I, as of Harry was on them last year, I think the Vikings are a little under the radar this year. Yeah. Uh, pl- home against the Buccaneers, I think the Vikings just have too much offense mm-hmm. here. Uh, and, well, the Bucs are just a, a Mayfield-led team with – Receivers that are a bit uh, uh, getting a little aged, a little worn. I right. like the Vikings here. This you add these three teams up: Seahawks, Commanders, Vikings. It's a plus one fifty two parlay, Sal. All right. You know I love it. You know I love these money line parlays with some of these favorites. Uh, I I really like this one in week one. I really like it. I'm usually right there with you with the money line parlays, and then uh, I'm with you. Around Christmas time too, where we say, "How are we gonna? What are we gonna tell our kids? We have no mm. money left." Um, so, but uh, all right, let's hear. Uh, yeah, it's just you look at it though, Parlick, and I understand the logic behind every one of those picks. But it's it's Sam Howell and it's Geno Smith in a money line parlay. A year ago, you would have been like, "What? I got the, you. What? This I is my you. best bet." Yeah. But I'm, I'm with you. I get it. Arizona's worse, and, and Rams have their problems. And uh, why should anyone like Tampa Bay? Okay, Harry, let's hear yours. Yeah, I like that. By the way, Big D, I like that one. That, I think that's a winner. And I got. Right, well, let me just parlay. take that then. I don't care. I don't have to hear uh, yours. I got, <laughs> I got, listen, I've hit two sharp tanks in a row, going oh. for three. Uh, Sal, you're not going to like this one overall, I don't think. But I'm I'm jumping on the Seahawks money line as well. Um, no cup, as we mentioned, and Seahawks are 13 and one in mm-hmm. their last 14 home openers. So I'm going to take Seattle. That's one win. I'm going to take Alabama money line over Texas now. Uh, you know, I'm not a big Nick Saban fan, uh, guys, but I s- definitely dislike Steve Sarkeesian even more. Saban oh. is 30, 38 and two in his last 40 games against coaches who have previously been on the staff and he's gone head to head against Longhorns are 0 and 4 
in their last four games in the regular season versus SEC teams. And Bama has won 21 straight home games. Mm-hmm. So give me Alabama money line minus 280. And I'm going to take the New York Giants on Sunday night yeah. plus three and a half. Listen, Daniel Jones got paid. He got his money. Dallas has won four in a row over the Giants, but last year's two games were both one score games. National television, Daniel Jones <laughs> earned that money with a win against Dallas, or at least keep it within three. I'm taking three and a half for the Giants. I'm taking Seattle with Darren on the money line, and I'm taking Alabama money line that pays plus. Two sixty-five. Uh, I always forget to check the TV guide to see where, where these teams are playing. Like I guess that's a visible game. The Giants, Cowboys. Is it? Aren't they? It's worse than that. Forno. Don't haven't they not won since two thousand eighteen against Dak or something? Something insane. The Cowboys against the Giants now. Yeah. And I'm bored of it. I'm bored of it. I wish yeah, this wasn't I, the Cowboys I, opening game. I, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous Tip about this, game. About this team, but not not about this game ever. And I'm, I'm nervous that I'm not nervous about. It. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm not going to go for Giants. Saying, Sal. Yeah. So what is the yeah. what's your money line thing of the week? I feel like. You know, Harry mentioned Bama. I do like Bama though. Money yeah, line. that's a good one. I, I like Texas Adesanya, plus the points Adesanya, a little bit. Yeah, Alabama. Oh, yeah, yeah, you got to add a sign in there, too. I'm trying to think tennis, something. Tennis prize. He's minus uh, seven. Tennis, uh, well, Djokovic is such a big He's like minus 2,500 Friday uh, yeah. or, or yeah. Uh, Thursday, right? Yeah, so that's going up probably right when you're listening to this. So that's that's insanity. Um, Harry, I, I'm not going to go yours because I don't want to root for the Giants, but I will say this is something you should throw out there. Divisional home dogs in week one are 25 and 13 against the spread in the past 20 years including 7 and 0 against the spread since 2018 and 15 and 2 against the spread since 2012. That's nuts. That's from Raheem Palmer. Sorry Ringer, Cowboys. Uh, Sorry Ringer Cowboys. Star, uh, <laughs> Raheem Palmer. Sorry. I think there's like four games that fit that. 3 or 4 this week. So, uh, look into that for sure. Paulie kid, I'm going to go with you. Seahawks, Vikings, mm. Commanders. I do what, you know, what's going to happen, Brian, is one of these teams, Vikings, Seahawks, they're going to have 10 points with uh, six minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we're going to, it's going to be tough. <laughs> you know, somebody's going to have a tough time scoring when they should have, yeah, but they'll be, I, right, they'll be in like the game, my, right? Vikings, Commanders, one of those, like, yeah, they might all win. I, one of them's going to mm. be. One of them be frustrating, right. though, right? I'm taking all that commander down. ripping against me, and now you're on him. All right, all right. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. I don't know. I don't. I mean, whatever. It's it's has more to do with the team they're playing. Than, yeah, uh, right. The, the deal is showing a six right now. Yeah, um, <laughs> we could throw the Ravens on there too. Obviously, not yeah. bad. And there's some college stuff uh, that we got into. Um, yeah. So, uh, what what do they have in that third set, Bry? It's four, Still, four. Four, 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 four. All right. So we'll assume yeah. Alcaraz wins that. <laughs> and then he's in the final four. That'll be a nice, uh, that'll be a nice thing for me. I have uh, Jokovic against Alcaraz. Uh, not against guys, him. I said I have one of them winning. Yeah. These guys, though, in general, are just dominating, right? Like, yeah, there's not are. even, yeah. there's not a lot of five setters. Alcaraz. I mean, even Medvedev won pretty, really well, easily. Jokovic had the scare sets. when he was down two sets. Uh, yeah, the he other did day, early but on, but the last, right. you know, the last couple, and even the the females, like Goff is dominated. Right. Sabianca right, yeah. looks really good. I know. I know. So that'll be, uh, that'll be interesting. Babyface, you have anything to add here? I, I thought I would get a little more credit from Harry that we, we secured one of the I thought it was coaches. great. I thought, I, I guess you're going to have to get Steve Car- Sarkeesian now. Cause uh, we now know that he hates, he hates him just as much. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, I don't know. Is he all right? Is Harry feeling all right? I'm fine. I'm fine. Yeah. All right. All right. Harry's I'm checking good. out. We're gonna it's, check late. Out it's, 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 it's late. It's late. It's eight thirty. It's late. It's eight thirty. It's late. By the way, so listen. Harry is going to appear on my very first show, Cousin Sal's Winning Weekend. That You'll see that Friday morning on FanDuel TV. And Harry, you're my first guest in that BC block. You got to bring it, man. You got to have some energy. I'm Do you ready, have a button-down shirt? Oh, boy. <laughs> Try to get yeah, a button-down shirt. I got one. I got one. One button. Give me one button. It's tie-dye. It's tie-dye. Harry, even if you find a button on the street and tape it to the shirt, I'll be happy. Sal, Just do that. Yeah. From from 1989, where we're uh, we're in, at a swigo, and uh, you overhear me yeah. talking about parlay cards, and uh, okay, and to this, it's very exciting. It really I know is. it is. Cousin Sal's winning weekend, Fandle TV, Friday, 10 Eastern, and us uh, ripping off everybody fun. in college that we could with we're fake go, lines. We'll be telling a couple of those stories. <laughs> Harry, mm-hmm. don't get us fired before we even get to the first show. For God's yeah. sake. Uh, yeah, we're going to go over 10 games. We're going to, uh, what else are we doing, babyface? Oh, I got my interview with uh, Billy Walters on that, right? That came out good. He's going to make me he a did. partner? I don't think so. Was that the real <laughs> Billy Walters you got, babyface? I can't even tell anymore. He was skeptical. <laughs> I think you you might, <laughs> I think uh, maybe you have a chance. I don't know. All right. There you go. So that's going to do it. Watch Cousin Sal's <laughs> winning weekend. Oh, then we got the Ringer Wise guys as the Sunday pregame show on Ringer TV, and we will be back next week. That does it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Solomon, the Degenerate Trifecta, and the fake Andy Reid. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na